This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My brothers and sisters, MashaAllah, tabarakallah. Let's start off by saying Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Generally, that is the praise of Allah and sending blessings and salutations of, uh, to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that always happens as we commence or start anything important. Now, as you can see from the title of this discussion, it is to do with the Eid, the Eid that we're about to have, which subhanAllah, everyone is so excited about. You know that Eid al-Fitr was very different in most countries of the world simply because there was a peak of coronavirus in many countries. Now, when it comes to this Eid, let's take lessons from the previous Eid. Have you noticed or have you studied, have you seen how people have struggled with a peak? People have struggled with a peak when it comes to the, uh, the Eid of the last, uh, meaning the Eid al-Fitr that just happened. People struggled with a peak immediately after that. In many countries, the Eid and the gatherings that people had not just eat, but even other gatherings. I'm talking about the Muslims in particular. After a few weeks, people started noticing, oh, this one is sick. That one is unwell. This one has caught the virus. And suddenly, some of them passed on. Some of them have health complications for life. Some of them have had uh, so much of difficulty and hardship. And a lot of them got better, to be honest. Some didn't even face much difficulty and hardship. But the question, the question is, what are we going to do this Eid? Are we going to do the same thing again? One question. Number two, it depends what part of the world you're in. So if you're in a country where it has already peaked and it has subsided and everyone's already, for example, been over the worst, does it mean you should not take precautions? The answer is no, you must take precautions, but perhaps you can manage uh, yourself and you need to be very responsible in the way you meet your family members, especially those who are slightly older. In the proximity you have uh, to them, you need to be very responsible in that regard. So my brothers and sisters, why I say this, it depends which country you're in. In my country, I'm in Zimbabwe. If you look at the numbers, we had hardly any numbers during Ramadan. We had one death and that's it. We had a few cases. They, you know, 20 cases and then it shifted to 40 and then it went to 60. Right now we're sitting on beyond 2000 cases and it's actually increasing. If I'm not mistaken, the deaths have also increased. And right now people are being tested and a lot are actually testing positive. And they're getting tested because of symptoms they have or because of someone nearby who actually had the symptoms. The question is, if I am going to celebrate Eid and I have to celebrate Eid, whether I like it or not, Eid is a day of happiness, a day of joy, the day of sacrifice. I will. I'm a Muslim. I must be happy, just like Salah and prayer. 
I will pray five times a day and even more, even if the masjid has restrictions. So when a masjid has restrictions, it doesn't mean your salah slows down. When, for example, the Jum'ah or the Eid Salah has restrictions, it doesn't mean that your Salah slows down. But what it means is the place where you do your Salah would actually be slightly different. So instead of the masjid all the time, you may be at home. So you may be at home. And if you are at home, you should fulfill more salah. I know of people who never did tahajjud before when they used to do salah in the masjid. Then when the masjids uh, struggled because of the lockdown and the restrictions came into place, they actually started doing tahajjud and all the extra prayers and fasting more and so on. So that was a good sign, subhanallah. However, my brothers and sisters, we need to know this Eid, when we celebrate, there will be some who perhaps might want to stay at home because they don't want to infect others, number one, or they don't want to be infected. Wallahi, it is well within their right. They are behaving responsibly, not that they don't want to be a part of the celebrations, but they will celebrate from a distance. Well done. You have done something that really shows your responsibility and depicts the fact that you care for the people around you and for yourself. Because there was a brother telling me, listen, what's the point? People who die in the plague are considered, you know, uh, the rank of a martyr to a certain extent. And I said, hang on. Do you really believe that those who die in a plague carelessly and they, they were so careless are going to get the rank of martyrdom? Not at all. It is only when you've taken every precaution, when you have tried your best to save yourself and others that... If you were then to be inflicted or affected, Allah says, be patient. If you're patient and you then got sick and ill and you did not make it through, Allah will give you the rank of martyrdom. Bi'ithnillah, perhaps plague, and there is a narration that makes mention of it, or a virus which can be connected to a plague. But, my brothers and sisters, if you were careless and you couldn't care at all and you did whatever you wanted to, you did whatever you wanted to and you infected others and you were infected and you had no precaution. Trust me, there is no rank of martyrdom for you. In fact, there might be rank of murderdom for you. You've murdered people, subhanAllah. You've actually, you know, not been bothered about saving lives. So what would that mean? Did you not indirectly uh, be a cause of infecting others and perhaps those who've died from among them? Would you not feel guilty that you were the one who infected them? and your irresponsible behavior. So for that, what we say is, be responsible, try your best, take all the precautions. If still you're getting, you know, you're going to get the disease or the virus, then leave it in the hands of Allah. At least you won't blame yourself. I tried my best and I still got it. If that is the case, alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant everyone goodness. So the main point I wanted to raise today is, we are going to be celebrating Eid. There's no doubt about that. However, let's be responsible in the way we gather, if we gather, based on which country you're in, what environment you're in, how healthy or unhealthy the people are, still maintain the distance, still make sure you use your masks, still make sure that you behave responsibly. How many cases have we known of people who've attended funerals and they've come back and everyone's affected? People who've attended weddings, they've come back, everyone's affected. 
people who've attended functions or parties, they've come back and everyone's affected. And from among those who are affected, a few of them actually die. The bulk would make it out of that. Yes, I know. But some of them would actually die. Do we take responsibility for those? People might say, well, their date of death was written. Allah tells us we must make sure that we take every precaution possible. Then what happens is always, you know, not you to blame. You tie your camel and then you lay your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So remember that, my brothers and sisters, it's very important for us to talk about it. Now, I'd like to hear from you. And I'd like to read your comments speaking about this topic. What are you going to do for Eid? Are you gathering with your family? Where are you? Which country are you in? How is the situation there? And subhanAllah, I've given you my own country. And I think uh, those that are having this problem, subhanAllah, those who are having this problem and this issue, uh, we're talking on this particular topic. If you can let us know what you're planning for Eid. Because I know families are going to be gathering. Some families are going to be gathering. If it's a nuclear family, family members, Alhamdulillah, so long as you know what you're doing, so long as you're behaving responsibly, and so long as it's within the guidelines, trust me, inshallah, things are okay. You will want to perhaps, depending on where you are, like I say, I'm talking here to a crowd of people across the globe. I see people in the UK, in Bangladesh, and so many other places. Someone's telling me to smile, subhanallah. So I think what is important is for us to uh, know where we are, how bad it is where we are, and still be responsible. Because the same thing is, happen, is happening everywhere. Where We watched it happening in Italy. We watched it happening in America. We watched it happening, happening in the UK. And we're repeating exactly the same thinking that it's not going to come to us. That's what everyone actually thought. And unfortunately, you know, that was the most foolish thing and you have a lot of people who still believe that this is just a hoax because they say we haven't seen it with our eyes. Well, people are struggling in silence. People have lost loved ones. I know of hundreds of people who've actually died whom I've known of at least. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Um, I see people saying there may be a lockdown during the Eid. Yes, there may be a lockdown during the Eid. Yemen, subhanallah, my brothers and sisters, if you're there, May Allah bless you. You are struggling from all angles. The people in, uh, mashallah, Uganda. May Allah bless you, Kurdistan. I see we have a large crowd of people from all over the world. And alhamdulillah, may Allah bless you this Eid. Don't forget to say the takbirat. And don't forget to make, uh, you know, remember Allah during these days. Those of you who have fasted, alhamdulillah, may Allah accept it from you. Those of you who haven't fasted, can I say something? I see people from Egypt, people from India, people from Bangladesh. People from Somalia, mashallah. Allah bless all of you guys. Alhamdulillah. So what I wanted to say is, uh, subhanallah, if you haven't fasted, see my brother from Turkey as well, alhamdulillah. If you haven't fasted, try it out. The minute you, the minute you actually put a little bit of pressure on yourself to fast once, you will love it so much that you are not going to leave it. Mashallah, Senegal, Qatar, UK, USA. Alhamdulillah, I saw a lot of uh, other names of countries as well. Saudi Arabia, may Allah bless you guys. Alhamdulillah, Germany, Singapore. So uh, Pakistan, South, uh, Saudi Arabia, mashallah. 
We make dua for peace. We definitely make dua for peace. We hope that it happens. You know, we may have differences with people, but that doesn't mean that we're at war with them. Subhanallah, Belgium, uh, the Netherlands, uh, alhamdulillah, may Allah bless you guys, Italy, Nigeria, Tajikistan, mashallah, Kuwait, uh, Spain, Afghanistan. I think we've mentioned so many countries. So tell us about the Eid, uh, Kurdistan. Tell us about Eid in Holland. How exactly are you going to be celebrating the Eid? Are you going to be gathering big gatherings or very small within your own nuclear family and maybe a little bit more? Please, can you, can you say it? Because I would really like to advise people based on the situation they're in together with being responsible as a Muslim. Wallahi, brother in South Korea, it's our duty to make sure that we have behaved responsibly. You know, uh, Afghanistan, there is no lockdown, mashallah. Dagestan. If there is no lockdown, South Korea, subhanAllah, uh, Dubai, does it mean that we shouldn't be responsible, Oman? I think a lot of the countries would actually introduce a lockdown for Eid because they know the Muslims will misbehave. But I, I still believe that whether it is introduced or not, let's be responsible. You know, there is no need to hug and to kiss uh, on the day of Eid your, your broader family whom you don't live with completely. And oh, my brother from the Philippines, there is no need to, you know, embrace on the day of Eid like we always do when you know that uh, you may be infecting one another. Just behave responsibly. The globe is struggling. Trust me, things are happening and they're happening negatively. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all protection and goodness. I thought I'd just come and greet you guys and let you know that we must behave responsibly, inshallah. The Maldives, uh, my brothers and sisters, Please enjoy your sacrifice. For those of you who are doing the sacrifice, please enjoy your days of Eid. They are the days of eating, drinking, thanking Allah. But please, please understand this Eid is different. Different in the sense that we may not be able to meet everyone. We can phone them. We can actually talk to them in a beautiful way rather than, uh, you know, gathering in places where we know it's just increasing or it, is, it has peaked or, subhanAllah, someone is saying, I'm not a guy. You know why we say guy? Because the boys and girls refer to each other as guys. Someone from Batkal, brother or sister, I don't know, Bosnia. MashaAllah, okay, there it goes. So have a lovely evening, guys. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.